This is Capricorn FM Podcast. Last week, we spoke about how God is uh, calling us to shape and to conquer the world with all that faces us today. We also spoke about the great call of all who God have called, all who believe that God truly remains God, even as we respond to the turbulences that life has for us, all the shakes and all the moves that life has in store for us. In the end, God will recognize you for how you respond, regardless of who raised you, who neglected you. It will not matter who hurt you or who humiliated you, who praised you or who celebrated you. What will matter is how you responded to the forces of life that forced you to be great. Truly, it will not matter how, uh, how life treated you, who loved you and who hated you. But what will matter is how you responded to the call of God. It is truly mind-boggling to me that the creator of all things, that God of heaven and earth, he who is the first and the last, the creator of creation itself, the beginning and the end, the architect of the universe and the manager of time, that God will call us from the darkness into his marvelous light. As sinful as we are, as hateful as we are, as unaccepting of his gospel as we are, and perhaps even as unresponsive as we are, that God would come down from glory and holiness so that he can uh, better reach us as mere humans. You see, David says, What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You see, it is mind-boggling for me to think that the creator of humanity, God, he created man and gave them the ability to have free will, free will to accept him, free will to seek him, also free will to hide from him and be silent from him and not to respond from God. You see, in John 15 verses 3, it says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that uh, you might go and bear fruits, fruits that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my father's name, you will have. My brother, this morning, I want to tell you and I want to encourage you that in a crowd of a million people, God still chooses you in a room filled with beauty, brilliance, and talent that perhaps you might not have. God still chooses you. When others look down on you, when others question your very existence, God made it possible that you might come forth and bear fruit. You see, God is not looking at what is empty, but God is looking at truly what he has filled you with. That's what makes it so beautiful to be called by God. Jesus says, 
You might truly not have chosen me, but I choose you every single day that you are alive. You see, he chooses you to have plenty when others only see your lack. He chooses you to be more than conquerors through Christ Jesus when others only see your pain and defeat. God sees your victory. God sees your cup as being full and running over. You see, I'm here this morning to tell you that he chooses you regardless of your social, political, and economical status. God continues to choose you. But now that we've we've responded and uh, perhaps established that God has chosen, has chosen you, how do we now respond to this call? Now that we have realized that God has called you to be great, God has called you for life, how do you then respond? I'm reminded of a parable of uh, the last coin that suggests that a woman lost her coin. But before losing the coin, she basically had 10 coins, lost one and was left with nine. This lady went all out to make sure that she finds that single coin. Didn't she light a lamp? sweep the house and search carefully until she found it and when she found it she called her friends and neighbors together and said rejoice with me i have found my last coin well in the same breath child of god i tell you there is rejoicing in the presence of angels when one sinner repents i'm talking about one sinner When you just repent, all of heaven rejoices. When only one chooses God, all of heaven stands still and welcomes you into glory. But what you do have to know that for many of us, it is so important that regardless of uh, how life might have called you into a bad space, how life might have shaped you, God still has called you. Whatever it is that has made you fall short of the glory, God still chooses you. I'm reminded of an amazing, an amazing quote by the late great President Nelson Mandela that says, and I quote, I have walked that long road to freedom. I have tried not to falter. I have made missteps along the way. But I have discovered the secret that after climbing a great hill, one only finds that there are many more hills to climb. I have taken a moment here to rest, to seal a view of this glorious vista that surrounds me, to look back on the distance I have come. Child of God, this morning I want to encourage you That even as you carry on on this great journey, understand that God has chosen you. Understand that God loves you. And there is still a long walk for you to get to that space of freedom. To that space of holiness. But whatever you do, child of God, carry on moving. Carry on walking. For it is truly your greatest call. But my question to you is, have you responded to God? This morning we are busy with the restoring word of God. 
And uh, today's word comes from John 15, verses 16. I'm reading from the NIV version. If you have it, allow me to, uh, allow me to read. And it says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we ask that, Father, you may, uh, you may restore us, O oh God, through your word, Jehovah, your word that has stood the test of time, your word that knows our beginning from our end, your word that is true, your word that gives us victory. Father, will you minimize me and maximize yourself? As you pour into your people, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you and we trust you. The word of God came from John 15 verses 16 and it speaks about how God has chosen us, that it is not us who chose him, but he who has chosen and appointed us for such a time as this. See, my aim this morning, my mission this morning, is to convert your understanding of your current situation, that you might realize that when God called you into existence, he also called you into your divine purpose of life. That before even you had a Bible, child of God, before Bachambarachambaro, before you were even known as a child of God, before you could even speak in divine, holy tongues, God had already appointed you. God chose you. That before you even took your first breath and said your first words, you came from the hands of the potter himself, the hands of God. You see, God himself took time to fashion you into the image of himself that you might speak to the clouds and rain would come forth that you might speak to sickness and healing would spring forth God himself spoke into your life before you were even connected to any prophet or any church God himself spoke into you and breathed into you the breath of life. Unfortunately, unless you understand how much God has invested in you, unless you understand how much God has poured into you, <laughs> you will be pushed to and fro. See, God has blessed you with power, love, and a sound mind that you might have control over your life, your future, and your spiritual understanding of all of these things. I have some nuggets that I want to share with you this morning that truly encourage me that, that God has picked you. God has picked you for such a time. The first nugget I want you to note down and to understand that your faith is not 
the basis of God's choosing you. But truly, it is the result of it. Your faith is not the basis of God choosing you. You see, if you have come to Jesus, the wonder is that you already belong to the Father. And the Father gave you to Jesus. You are not chosen because you came. You were chosen because in the beginning of time, God chose you. That is why Jesus says, all that the Father gives me will come to you. Yours they were, and you gave them to me. You can find that in John 6, verses 36. Also, John 17, verses 6. If you have believed in Jesus, the wonder is that you were first appointed to eternal life. You were appointed because you believed. You believed because you were appointed. When the Gentiles heard that the gospel actually included them, they began rejoicing and glorifying the word of God. And as many as were appointed to eternal life, they believed. You can find that in Acts 13 verses uh, 48. I'm here this morning to let you know that your roots as a child of God are in eternity. And the infinite mind and heart of God is truly yours. The second nugget I want to share with you is, Therefore, the basis of God choosing you is not you, but grace. The basis of God choosing you is not you, but it's grace. Last week I shared with you that uh, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is sufficient for us. Therefore, there truly is no need for you to fear, no need for you to doubt and to be uncertain about how God feels about you. Child of God, babalast as you might be, God still loves you. Broken and broke as you might be, abused and probably hurt as you might be, God still looks at you and sees his child. Experienced as you might be at working on Box Street, God's grace is still sufficient for you. It is sufficient because many might have been at the same point as you, but they didn't come out alive. Many might have worked a night or two, and on the third night they were found dead close to a riverbank, but God still has covered you. You are chosen, my brother. God is not looking at what you have or what you have done. He's looking for you to respond. Uh, to respond to his love, to respond to his warm embrace. You see, this series is to encourage you to come to God. I know your story is probably complicated and your heart is probably broken. I know you're probably thinking there is no way that God can still love me. There is absolutely no way that he can still accept me as I am. But God stands at the door of your heart and he knocks, waiting for you to respond. To respond to his call. To respond that you might become restored. 
And I truly believe, child of God, that if you open your heart and stop looking at yourself as the biggest sinner in the world, it doesn't matter what you did last night. It doesn't matter how you did it last night. What matters is this point right now, this moment right now. That God would be able to restore you. My prayer for you is that you might see and you might taste the goodness of God in the land of the living. And if that is you, I'd like to have an opportunity to pray with you. To pray with you that God would be able to fill you up and show you how he sees you. I want to pray with you because I believe that perhaps you've looked and you've searched and you couldn't find anyone to pray with. And maybe you haven't spoken to God for so long that you think that he can't recognize your voice. Child of God, I want to pray with you. I want to have the pleasure of joining my faith with yours. In the next hour, if that is you, child of God, if you know for a fact that you need God, I know in this entire world, there are many things we might not need, but God, we need. <laughs> we need God in our corner. If that is you, you can send me a voice note on 0826542446. What is it that you want God to do for you? What is it that you want God to bless you with? And I will join my faith with yours as I always do. And we'll let the creator, the author, and the perfecter of our faith do what he does best. That was Capricorn FM Podcast.